Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Dan Malecki. Welcome back. Well, to me, Jay Bon on the Friday form panel for the first time in a long time. I am wondering, after putting these cans on, how big is Gareth Hall's head? Hmm. What a bonce. They don't fit. Uh, Dan Lucky, great to lock horns with you again. How are you, mate? I'm very well, Jace. Nice to hear your voice. It, it seems like it's been a, a, a long time. Welcome back. Yeah. Now, now I, I need you to be honest with me. You've had, I would imagine, a squeeze at my form and prices. And for the first time, I reckon, in eight years, when I was doing the form for this meeting, I, I was questioning myself. I'm rusty, month off. Have I got them near right? Tell me right now, have I made any significant blues? Well, I, I, mean, I don't know. Oh, come on. I don't That's know not a I great way to start. That. that doesn't sound but good. I, tomorrow night, um, uh, you, you'll get your answer. I tell you what, race one, I reckon, might be one race that um, I tend to think you could have provided a little bit of value, um, uh, perhaps, perhaps, in the first event anyway. I'm a, with three debutants. I'm a, if that if that's been my greatest sin, um, I'm okay with that. Is there anything later yeah. in the card where it's all gone pear shaped or not? No, there's nothing that stood out to me. I, I just uh, I, I must admit there was one stage there for me to uh, reconfirm uh, some of the things that I liked. I, I actually uh, you know because I was doing the form before your prices come out. Mm. I specifically, I specifically had a look to see what your prices were when they come out, mm-hmm. and to, I was making adjustments. So if, um, if anything, you you help give me the the confidence and back up some of my thoughts and prices. So there was a couple of races there that I was a fair way off, but it made me realise that it was probably me, not you. <laughs> Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah, a little bit of Taylor <laughs> Swift. So. Let's get stuck into it because race one, you're telling me, there are two debutants now. Soho Solitaire is out. Uh, Remy Lou, $1.50. It wasn't – it was a funny old win last start, wasn't it? Uh, very short price. Got the job done. Professionalism, will to win. I don't know where Remy Lou sits in the, um, the Pantheon. Paradigm uh, SP Profile says – that they believe it's got ability. Soho Vesperlind, good trial. Talk to me. 
Yeah, I, I look, I, I was taken by the trial of Soho Vespolin. Yeah. I'm, mainly because of A, it trial well, the times were good. I actually had a look at the trial. Uh, I thought it, it's run third of three, but it's got beaten ahead against two Emma Stewart train runners, and they came home in pretty good sectional times. Only a little thing, but um, I think the draw might actually be helpful here. Not that it, it matters too much whether she would lead or not, but I think Remy Lou got the job done last week, but wasn't convincing enough no. coming around the final turn. She looked like that she was vulnerable. It's good that she found, but I think it was only her race experience that helped her. Mm. She's up and going and, and about, and no doubt, is is rightfully the favourite and rightfully the, the one to beat because of that. Um, I just think that uh, uh, the... The opposition here might be slightly stronger than what she met last week. And I think Soho Vespolind is looking, to my eyes, as if she's a, a, a far better debutante than what she, that Remy Lou uh, was up against last week. So so that's why I've come up with Soho Vespolind. And I do like what I see in the trials. Um, Michael Stanley, I think there's one person that we can trust for having... Um, horses ready when they're making their debuts. And his debutante last week was not really fancied and ran really well against Remy Lou. And I reckon Soho Vespolin, on what I have seen at the trials, is better. So that's why I've got her on top, number three. From six, Remy Lou. She might, look, she, her progression, a third, a second in a group three race, and then a win in a $20,000 race. There's nothing wrong with it. I just got a question mark on the depth Around that form, you only have to look at the amount of horses that are around at the moment. Um, and it's good to see. We've lost that for a moment. I want to hear more. Get him back on, please, team. I want to hear more. He had given a great dissertation about the top couple, but I want to hear the rest. Have we got him back? Dan Mikey will rejoin us in a moment. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give you my assessment. Oh, here he is. I, like, I needed closure on that. Please continue, Dan. Yeah, well, I don't know how far you, you, you uh, into it that you lost me, but uh, Michael Stanley produces his horses um, and you have a bit of confidence about what he can produce. He had a debutant last week that I don't think was as good as what I've seen of Soho Vespolin and ran really well against Remy Lou. So I think from what I've seen, Soho Vespolin is better. She's only tiny, but she's got a good little motor and she's ticked that box. So And, and the price aspect too with Remy Lou, who's $1.50 at the moment. Soho Vespolin, there's no great overs, but from what I've seen, I'd, I'd prefer to be on the three. So three, six. Paradigm's interesting runner because it's mm. obviously a much better draw. Did everything wrong last start, so returns to the track and with uh, with a good gait. Um, you would think that the right stable there with Jess Tubbs and Greg Shugs can can iron out some of her quirks. Uh, she could be the big improver, and uh, it obviously thins out a bit, doesn't it? And she's a tiny dancer, did enough in her trial to be mm. some sort of a hope. So. It's probably a thin enough race. There's not going to be too many opinions here, but I thought three, six, one, and five would do me. So six, three, five, and one for me. So when I was growing up and watching, I was obviously, as most listeners know, a thoroughbred fan growing up, uh, Maribyrnong Stakes or whatever it might be, I always wanted to take the race runner. Um and I don't want to take a dollar fifty. I, I mark Remy Lou a dollar forty, but you know, 
I wouldn't take that price. I would need, but you know what? I don't know if I want to have a bet at all because if Remy Lou gets out to two dollars and they come for Soho Vespaline, yeah. then I'll, I'll I'll stay out. But I wouldn't mind asking you this question. So Remy Lou, so we look at the last start win, um, not dominant in any way, shape, or form, but lifted professionalism. When you're looking at young thoroughbreds, so different game, are you more about um, that wasn't dominant or the fact that you know there must be some competitive instinct in them when they're young to lift? It really wasn't pressured. Frigno, to be honest, if it hadn't hung and done everything wrong, might have gone straight on by. But do you look at it and go, with young horses, uh, both codes – that if they have that, if they have that extra, that X factor where they seem to want to find the line and they will lift under pressure, is that more important, or do you look at raw ability and say, I tell you what, with young horses, raw ability will win the day more often than not? Well, yeah, with a two-year-old, I suppose it's the the mix of those aspects, isn't it? Race experience very important, and to me, that's what got her across the line last mm. week. The fact that she'd had that race experience um, or more experience than the other horses that were up alongside of her coming around the final turn. The other thing probably uh, I haven't given enough credit to is the fact she'd returned from Sydney with seven, within seven days. So that can make them to a degree, but also uh, there's a lot going on within seven days for yeah. a two-year-old to be travelling up from Sydney to Melbourne. Uh, so maybe we, I saw her under her best. So I'm only taking on face value what I saw last week and I just thought she looked vulnerable and there might be a better horse in this race to really test her. So um, you're right, the form's right there, um, but at $1.50 is short enough. If it goes one way or the other, I, I suspect that she'll drift out, Jace. I, I would yeah. think that Soho Vespolin right. will firm up and there might even be a little bit of money for, for Paradigm um, if Remy Lou drifts out and she might get out Look, $2 seems a bit far-fetched, but uh, she, she's going to head that way. I think it, that's far more likely to happen than her to firm to 140 or 130. Before we go to a break, I think, it, just to educate the listeners, if you are like Dan and you like the trials of Soho Vespalind, I would back it now, yes, because if the money comes and then Remy Lou drifts out, you'll be kicking yourself. So you might as well have a... If you... If you're into Soho Vespaline, have a have a bet now, because one suspects you're not going to get a better price. Would you agree, Dan? Oh, no doubt. And we see that a lot in the trots, don't we? Um, the, the horse that I fancied as my best bet last week was Ebony's Avenger, and it was about two dollars on the day we were doing the preview, and it, it ended up starting about a dollar thirty on the tote and a dollar forty-five fixed odds. But it was still readily available a dollar ninety odd just five minutes before the race. So. In these cases, if you think you can identify them, absolutely have uh, take them early um, because the way they can crunch up is uh, quite extraordinary on the trots, more so than, than at the gallops, actually. Time for a break. When we come back, we will assess the one Metro win race of four-year-old Nolda Mares. Second-line runners seem to be dominant, but we will get the opinion of the great Dan Malecki in a moment. Time for a break. SEN Track Friday, form panel, J-Bon and Dan Malecki.